Welcome to the Self Love Breakfast Club, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, and of course, self love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self love for breakfast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. Oh my goodness, you guys, we are in November in this crazy, crazy year. When this year first started, I thought I would be in a different place, and I think many of us did. My goal was to keep Rebellia going and growing and then start to grow my nutrition coaching business. And I thought when I signed up for the certification that I'm about to complete, I thought that this will help me blow up my nutrition coaching business. And that is really like my intention was to just, you know, have my two businesses, grow them, help people. Like I was just stoked on it. And as I got into my certification, I realized what I really needed to be doing, (laughs) what my true calling is. And I think I have done that through businesses and, and different platforms throughout the years. And it had never been so clear as it is now. And I really had to work on myself and I really had to kind of like step into my own healing in order to get here. And so there are definitely times where I'm like frustrated that I didn't figure this out sooner, but you know, that's life. Like <laughs> That is life. Sometimes we have to do all of the other things and a lot of wrong things to get to a place where you belong. And so it's crazy because I'm in the process of breaking off my nutrition coaching and separating it from me and just having it as a brand, just like Rebellia, you know, Rebellia is a brand I own it. I oversee it. And the same thing will go for my nutrition coaching. And I am getting to move into this space where I am helping women step into their best selves and I am helping women love themselves more. And uh, that's exactly what I want to do. I mean, that's why I started writing my self-love Sunday emails two years ago. And that's why I started this podcast. And that's why I write really content heavy Instagram posts, because I want to speak to the woman who needs more self love in her life. And I remember a long time ago, just starting to feel a little bit more of that self love and giving that to myself and feeling like, man, if I could just take this and sprinkle it on every woman how amazing would it be? How powerful would it be? How much could I really help people? And this is me sprinkling, like me getting to coach women, guide them really. I, I don't really like the word coach for what I do now. I, I like the word guide. I'm, I'm just guiding women into like their own healing. Like they're doing the work, their body is doing the work. And I'm just like showing them. And I'm so excited to be bringing these beautiful women into my coaching program, self love for life next year. They come from all different walks. I still have a few more spots I'm going to fill. And 
I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that I just let this year unfold the way that it did. And, you know, thinking that I would be doing one thing and really I'm, I'm getting to do another really amazing thing. And so now, you know, getting to have this really seamless kind of Instagram platform where that's it, we're talking about self-love over here, you know, you might see a cute outfit or two, you might see some client comments, but I'm not going to be talking about nutrition as much, really. I'm not going to be, you know, pushing this other stuff. Like I am 1000% committed to talking about sharing, helping people with educating on self love. So I hope you're here for it. I mean, you are listening to the self love breakfast club. So (laughs) I hope you're here for it. And I hope you love it. And I'm going to be holed up in a cabin. Actually, you know, you're probably listening to this as I'm preparing to hole up into a cabin and uh, get working on my book that I have put on hold, which is more self-love. So I hope you guys love it. I hope you're here for it. And if you feel called to work with me, please reach out because I'm just so, 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 so excited to to just meet all of the women I get to work with next year. So enough of that. Oh, also, if you have heard, I am leading another free workshop. It is going to be basically if you're just tired of finding, you know, looking for self-help books and, you know, if you feel like there's something missing in your life or you're trying to fix yourself or you constantly self-sabotage or, you know, get in the way of your own success, or maybe you're successful and you just aren't feeling it. And like, you just feel like something's missing. Come to this workshop, go to crystalrose.com slash healing and sign up. Meet me on November 15th at 5 PM EST. And we are going to dive in and blow your mind. Okay. So enough about that. Now, today's guest, you guys, is like a super badass, super badass. I am so pumped that she's on the show. She's incredible. So down to earth, so fun to talk to. I just absolutely adore her. Courtney Roselle, she was on the Titan game. So if you are a fan of that show, then you're going to flip over her. So Courtney Roselle is a founder of Iron Grace, a certified strength and conditioning specialist, motivational speaker, and fitness model. Courtney is best known for winning the title East Titan on season two of NBC's The Titan Games. She's also been featured in Vogue, Self, Shape, and more. A few years ago, Courtney left the corporate world and never turned back. In her roles as a strength and conditioning coach, private trainer, and business owner, Courtney's primary goal is to inspire other female athletes to love their body. Throughout her life, Courtney has been rejected and criticized for being too muscular or too tall, but she didn't let that stop her. Quote, no one defines my femininity for me. Okay, you guys, I am so excited today. We have Courtney Roselle. She was on the Titan Games. She is just incredible. Such a little beast. I'm so pumped to have you on today, Courtney. Welcome to the Self Love Breakfast Club. Uh, No, thank you. Thank you for having me and having me out as a guest. I mean, you have some inspiring clothing line that was randomly, you know, like we yeah. found each other, I feel. Yeah. And it was like meant to be. That's yes. why. I think so. Yes. Kind of almost like a coordinated meant to be because my employee is like kind of obsessed with you. And so. <laughs> I didn't get to meet her. 
And she's yeah. like, check this girl out. <laughs> yeah, no, I ended up being incredible. You, have a, you sent me a dress. It was absolutely, I got so many compliments on the dress. Hell so yeah. You did some amazing work as well. I love that. So we like to start things off with GGB, which is goals, gratitude, mm-hmm. and badassery. So I will, I will ask you one at a time because if I, if I give it all to you at once, then people get confused. So okay. <laughs> overwhelmed. Yeah. So what are your current goals for right now? Finish out 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Make it. Get through 2020. That's a really big goal of mine. Oh, my God. No, no. I mean, truthfully, I love the podcast, the motivational speaking. So that is like my jam, my Mm. absolute jam. So to do more in person and virtual and everything in between is my current most present goal. You know, I talked to a Girl Scout troop last week. I talked to a finance company last week about motivation. So I'm very big and broad on the spectrum. I so I would love to do some more in-person quote unquote stuff when time is right, you know, yeah, in 2021, but that's yeah. my to get more booked with stuff like that. So I love that. Yeah. And what about gratitude? Like, what are you currently grateful for? Oh man. Every single day, it's the people that are in my life and that surround me. I'm not, I always say all the time, I am never, ever, ever, ever the strongest person in the room. And I know physically people are like, oh, look at you. You know, you are the strongest <laughs> person in the room. But I'm not even saying that. Like I'm talking finance wise or mental wise or emotionally wise. The people I surround myself with, I could not be thankful for because I have weak points in my life. We all have bad days. And I will call a certain person that knows how to pick me back up or knows that I'm struggling in this. And they're like, what about this, this, and this? And boom, I'm like back on top. So yeah. Yeah. I think that takes a lot of strength though to recognize that and to like know who to put around you because I mean, I'm very much the same way. I'm like, there's some things that I'm awesome at. Like that's my jam and there's some stuff that I just suck at. And so it's better to like find the people that can support you in it. (laughs) Yeah. Some people don't like, you know, some people want to surround themselves with people that are a little bit weaker than them, yeah. you know, in all aspects. And that is not, that is not how you find growth. That no. is not how you find peace. And I hate it more than anything. <laughs> so well, I always make sure I have like the strongest. Yeah. And I always want to be like, yeah, I roll with that person. Like those are my homies. So Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think that's how you really find success though, because like you're not, you know, just admitting that like, hey, listen, I suck at this and this is what's going to make me better is having someone who is way more qualified and way more amazing at it to handle yeah. it for sure. So badassery. Badassery is basically something you've done recently that you're like proud of yourself for or just as like super badass. Oh man, super, super it could be in any like arena. Yeah, whatever. Anything. I just paid off my huge credit card bill. <laughs> yeah. I have like no debt right now. I, so, I feel like that's so badassery. You know, I'm like 31. You know, and, you know, I own a home, you know, I own my own place yeah. at 31, I own my own car and I really don't have any debt besides like a mortgage and a car payment. So I feel right. like that's the most badassery thing I've done. That's you know, amazing. So I'm like pandemic, not too shabby right now. <laughs> it's funny too, cause like the loan and like the car payment, like those are strikes against you if you don't have them. Like, yeah, I always love a loan. I pay my own insurance. Pay my own, like I pay everything on my own since you yeah. know, and everything, and um, I'm very always proud of that. So I'm yeah. very like proud of my independence in general. I always like specify a lot of guys. 
are a little bit weird about my independence sometimes. I, they always say like, you are an alpha female times 20. But I just, you know, like to be that way. And that's how I like to express myself and give off that energy. So, yeah. hey, oh, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Financial independence for sure. My, yeah. my credit score dropped like 36 points when I paid off my last car. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, what? I was so, I was responsible and I paid off a loan. Like that should not count against me. And they're like, no, you don't have an installment loan. You need one to like build credit. Yeah. They like you to see that you can yeah. carry debt at all time and like yeah. still be like a responsible human being. Yeah. It's terrible. It's like, oh, okay. If you have everything paid off and you aren't in debt, you suck and your credit's going to yeah. suck. <laughs> so one of my first jobs I ever got out of college, I worked for a loan officer for four years. It was actually my aunt. And she was amazing. Not only, obviously she was my aunt, but it was one of the best jobs I ever had because it helped me figure out things they don't teach you in college, like how to read a credit report, (laughs) loans and how to, you know, move assets. Like that's what I had to do for her as a loan officer. And she was like top 10% of the country. So I learned a lot of adult things. And so I learned like, you know, what they want to see as debt, what drops, what doesn't drop. So you know, like never close a credit card ever, oh, ever. Wish I knew that. Like, <laughs> I know. So I'd be like, I, you know, you don't know. You're like, Oh, I closed it. I want to get out of my way. No, you're not supposed to. So yeah, no, no, that counts against you. The things we learn. Seriously. I'm like, it was the best job I ever had. I mean, it was like, it's nothing I would ever be interested in doing. Mm. It just taught me so many adult things at the age of like 23 to 27. So amazing. So let's talk about the Titan games. Oh yes. Because okay, so I my my husband and I have really good intentions when it comes to like watching stuff like that and like reality TV, but then we just don't. Like we've tried <laughs> to watch The Voice like through, we can't do it. Like the masked singer, our his side of the family is like they place bets and everything on it and we tried to participate, but like we just couldn't. We couldn't do it. So so I've saw, I've seen it. a few episodes of the Time Games and it's I mean it looks amazing. So much fun. So like tell me how how did you get into it? Like, how did you get on it? Like what, what made that happen? That whole trip. Oh, trend. I, sw- I tell people all the time, my entire life led me to the Titan games. <laughs> I swear it's just like running into good people, going through trial times, meeting the people that pick you back up. And then like, you know, it's just all connection, but in short term. So around two years ago, I WWE mm. asked me to come out. Oh my God. Yeah. So they asked me to come out to Orlando and meet me because my good friend put in an application for me. <laughs> and I really didn't know about it until the end of it. He's like, yo, so I put in your application. You should really go for it. They're going to love you. They're going to love you. I'm like, whatever. They're not going to love me. Oh, well, out of 10,000 applications, they end up picking me. And I was like, wow. What? So they invited me down to Orlando for the training center for like four days, five days. And I ended up meeting one of the Titan Games contestants there. Her name was Emily. And she is one amazing human being inside and out. And I became such good friends with her. Mm. And the first thing she said, she's like, well, why don't you go out for the Titan Games? I was like, you know, I saw previews of it. I never, it was season one. I, I didn't know too much about it. And she was like, I'm telling you, you are the picture perfect person for it because of my physical stature and how I carry myself and just stories I have to tell and just being super personable. So she reached out to the producer and I put in my application and out of over 15,000 applications, they end up finding it, picking it. And then it was an interview process, three different FaceTime interviews, being invited out to LA to the combine, 
you know, and then going there to the last 64 people, the rock handpicks himself. So, wow. Yeah. It's, it was like, a, it was over like a year and a half process. Wow. Like that. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. I can, I still can't believe this day. Like it happened. It, it boggles my mind, especially knowing that 15,000 applicants were a part of it. Yeah. It like, sounds like you like trip and fell and like, ended up on yeah, the I just, fell and just fell into like the right people. And I always say, I always say to people, I like can't specify this enough. I don't care who you are. You have to be nice to everybody in the room. You have to give a chance to everybody in the room because even down to my first ambassador ever, you know, a lot of ambassadors, denied me. I'm talking like clothing products, anything myself. Another athlete in the room that I mean, or I trained with yeah. was a big grid athlete and a big um, CrossFit athlete. He was getting all these sponsors like, Oh, I want to go out for some. And they're like, who are you? And they just denied me off the bat, off the bat, off the bat. Yeah. And then I applied to sweat cosmetics and they were still a newer brand and in small world, the CFO ended up knowing a girl in high school that was picked on mm. and she was picked on in high school. I was the only one that was ever nice to her. Small world. The girl's based in California. Oh my she God. Was like, she was like, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I was like, yeah, of course I know her from high school. She's like, she told me I need to pick you up as an ambassador ASAP just because of how good you are to her. And she was bullied in high school. So I ended up being like my first, I was like a nobody <laughs> on the sweat cosmetics team. And they ended up blowing up Titan games, ended up blow, Titan games that ended up blowing up, but they were my first ambassadors ever. That's amazing. So, yeah. It's just always a small world who to like be kind to you and just give people a chance, give people a shot. And yeah. you know, it's be rude. Well, I think, you know, when you, when you own a brand, cause I do, it's interesting to see like the kind of people who come out of the woodwork and like want to be your, your ambassador, but they're like usually people who don't use your products. Like yeah. they they're like, Hey, I want to be an ambassador. And they have like 432 followers. And I'm like, okay, but like, do you shop with us? Like, do you? Yeah, like, <laughs> and like, what do you represent? What do you know about this? Yeah. Do you represent my brand? Like, like, it's so many things that go into it. Yeah. It's like, okay, if I send, if I send free shit to everyone who asks, like I wouldn't be a business. So it's like, as a brand, like you want to support the people who support you. And, oh, yeah. you know, as someone who supports a brand, it's amazing when they support you back, but it's definitely. Yeah. And always just like, you always want to find people too, that just give back to communities and like, you know, make a difference, motivational speak, whatever you need to do. But you know, bring out higher impact. Some people are not like the biggest TV personalities, but they give best communities. And mm. I think you always need that in any brand that you have or do. So that's what Sweat Cosmetics, they were like, oh my God, woman empowerment. You speak to young girls in high schools, yeah. um, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then it ended up, we just end up blowing up at the same time. So they were like, so glad that they picked me, but <laughs> you're like, I am, they I'm not a nobody well. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, so they were glad they took me on as well. But at the time, I was like, I'm just going to go for this. I'm going to have a shot. So I love it. I love that. So, like, are you a competitive person? Because I literally could care less about competition myself, and which is people are surprised because I'm like, I own a business. I do all this stuff, right? And I'm like, I could give a shit. Like, I don't need to win. I'm winning over here myself. Like, I don't need all of that. But... I think it would be a fun experience for sure. So like, is that something that you were like, I'm doing this and I'm friggin' winning or were you just kind of like, Hey, I'm here for it and I'm going to do my best or. Yeah. I mean, there's different impacts in my life that I become competitive and I'm like, and I take a step back and I'm here for it. So in my personal life, 
like I'm here for it. Like I'm so happy for everything that I have. You have yeah. no idea. Like I have a home over my head, like roof over my head. I have food on the table. I have a great family and friends. So like, I'm just here for it. When it comes to like an athletic point, I'm like, I'm competing right now. So in the athletic arena, I am competing right now. I want to win. That's all I have. So like, I love it. you know, but there's different types of like arenas in life, I guess you can say where I'm like, I'm here for it or I am competing and I'm coming for you. Yeah. And when I say coming for you, I don't mean it in like a killer type of way because I'm also too, like when people are competitive, they think that not being a sore loser doesn't make you competitive. I'm like, no, it doesn't mean you need to walk out like crying and being all, <laughs> you know, like bitchy, I guess you can say. There's yeah. totally different ways to carry yourself and be competitive mm. and, there's sore, and there's different ways to be a sore loser. So I made sure on the show, even though I lost and I lost against some two women who are games athletes in my arena. I mean, they, they're amazing. The athletic, they are amazing. But when I made sure I go out, I was smiling the entire time. I hugged her family. She hugged my family. So there's different ways of being competitive and not being a sore loser. Right. And I always want to like specify that. <laughs> you know? right. Well, so my husband is a professional athlete. So like, I totally get that. And he wants to win. Like this man thinks he wins a yoga, like legit. <laughs> he went to a yoga class and he was like, so, and he basically, I go, so you won? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. Like if you just had a soul cycle class, I'm going for the spot. Yeah. Like, oh, that- yeah. We have Pelotons, forget it. Like he's in like the top like 3,000 out of like 80,000 people. I'm like in the last 2,000, I don't care, you know, but he's not, a, when he loses, he's kind of like, well, it'll be all right next time, blah, 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 you know, but it's funny because he wants to win literally <laughs> everything, like everything. And I don't, I, we just, we miss each other on that. But yeah, I totally get how you can be gracious, I guess loser yeah. I don't like saying that but you know I mean you don't yep. win and you yeah, learn from people it people need to carry themselves a little bit better in competition you know like that's you're like representing yourself you're representing yes I represent my brand but I also yeah. represent I'm from Jersey I'm a woman I'm a sister of someone I'm a daughter mm. of someone I'm a niece of somebody so I represent my family and that's how I always think about myself how I carry myself yeah. I'm representing someone or something in my head so I always want to make sure I carry myself that way when I'm like you know, around people are in competition. So totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's fair and totally fine to be upset, you know, if you don't win, like, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Upset. Of course. There's of course be upset. Like I have, I've cried hysterically in any like college game where we lost oh. a championship, like cried hysterically, but I don't act like a fool and like start like cursing people out that's what yeah. I mean. like I'm not gonna shake your hand now you know what I mean? so, like, <laughs> you know like I had definitely like anger issues when I was younger in high school mm. I had that problem so I always try to make sure that I you know like I was a sore loser in high school I kicked chairs I threw chairs like when I lost stuff like I was my competitive level was like on another level, but I had other mm. issues I was dealing with yes. that people didn't try to understand. Like they weren't trying to understand me. They were just like, oh, that girl's angry and she's competitive. So I always made like from college on, I was like, no, this is how you're going to carry yourself and explain yourself and make sure if you have a problem, talk about it. Because if I didn't at the time, I was all boggled up and then mm. that was it. That was the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. that's growth baby yeah <laughs> came only at 31 it's fine it's <laughs> we all don't get to like come out perfect right yeah <laughs> not at all I will admit my flaws from date from second one I always think that the strongest people in the room or the weakest people in the room at the same time mm-hmm. and I also believe like authenticity attracting the same people around you speaking about it 
only makes you the most confident human being in the room. Because I always say, like, physically, the best athletes in the room doesn't mean you're the most impactful athlete in the room. Right. At all. At all. I could be this, like, how you impact people, I think, are the strongest people. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what makes you a whole. So I will be the realest person in the room, too. So. I think like fake impact, like pretending to be a certain way or putting on a a thing, like it only takes you so far. I mean, I have seen some people who are huge, huge, and they are fake as hell. And, um, and they've obviously built up this layer of like, you know, protection, mystique or whatever. But one, I think to myself, like, man, that's gotta be exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I mean like when I am fake, and you like, I get questions before him for motivational speaking and, and everything like that. Like I come out like a robot mm. and I just, and then I end up saying like all the time and I'm like, like, and when you're not supposed to say that and <laughs> it's, it's a complete mess. Yeah. It's a mess when I'm scripted. <laughs> I get it. I get yeah, it. So I, I, I put to together see. a speaker reel a couple of years, like last year. And I thought like I had to speak about certain things. I felt like I had to like look a certain way and dress a certain way. Right. So I'm like watching this video after and I was like, I hate this. And I couldn't figure out what I hated about it. I was like, is it my face? Is it the way I'm talking? Like, Oh, I wish I didn't look like that. And then I realized I was like, no, I'm just such a watered down version of myself that Ew. <laughs> is it my face? <laughs> is, it, is it my facial? Is it a bad angle? You know, like I thought it was like a, like a production thing. But no, yeah. I'm wearing what I thought I should be wearing. I was speaking on what I felt like I should have to speak on and I wasn't really being me. And so like that, I think showed through to me and I was like, cool. I just spent a bunch of money on something I will not show to a single soul because it's just not, it's not me enough. It's not me yeah. enough. No, no, I get that. I completely, I live by that. So yeah, <laughs> I, preach. I love that. I think yes. the best people, like some of my best friends are, you know, big people on the internet, but they're exactly the same as they are like in real life as they are on the internet. And there's no like, whoa, you're not who I expected or you seem totally different. You know? Yeah. And all, like, if you try to do something on social media, that's fake. It takes me about 22 hours to write one paragraph and then I never <laughs> end up posting it. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I'm so on the fly, even with my stories, I like do it in person, write the text. Like I put it out because if I think about it then I'm like, let it, let, like, it's just yeah. too, not, it's too fake for me. Like I have to do it right then, right now, what my thought is, you know, and I know sometimes emotion get the best of you. So I always try to hold that back a little bit, but I'm very like right here, right now. Yeah. Get the authenticity out because it's on my mind. So mm. I think it's hard to grow when you're super real. Oh God. Yes. Cause when you're super real, the more positive you are, you also have to know that more hate is going to come along with it. Mm. You know, cause some people can't do that. So yeah. I was like, when I talk to high school girls and I talk about bullies, I always say like, why are they bullying you? And, you know, like why? And, you know, high school girls can't answer. I'm like, it's because they're hurting. And so they're expressing that on you. Hurt people, hurt people, just like love people, love people. Mm. But a lot of it they're hurting is you have something they want. Maybe it's your smarts. Maybe it's your family life. Maybe it's your friends. It could be anything. It could be anything. Maybe it's the sneakers on your feet. I have no idea. But, you know, haters will come. And that's okay because one of my favorite quotes is robbers don't rob empty homes. Mm. 
So that, but I, I tell high school girls that, and they're like, what? <laughs> they're the cutest. I, I love them to death. You know, I mean, easier said than done, because when I was in high school, I was like a mess. But that's why I try to give back all the time, because I wish someone just, like, told me what I knew now. Mm. Like, five minutes. Like, five minutes in somebody else's head when I was in high school, because, like, you think in high school that the end of the world is, like, you're 17, the whole world's oh, right there. Oh, yeah. And anything that happens... <laughs> It's the end of it. <laughs> the end of the world. I'm going to marry this boy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like that's it. You're not getting married the rest of your life. Like that's Chill. it. You know, like I really, I just wish I knew what I knew now for five minutes. That's it. I feel like it's so funny because it's so full circle when having like people, women, like mom, you know, whoever in my life when I was younger, just be like, oh, this, that, if I knew that, what I do now? And I'm like, yeah, 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 you don't know my life, you know? And then now I feel like I am that person. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, how do you, how do you penetrate that wall of you don't know what I'm going through? Because like, yes, I do. <laughs> I know. To save the trouble. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I do that to my mom now, and she's like, you'll wait and see. I'm like, I know I will. <laughs> You're still my mom, and you can't prove me wrong. <laughs> I know. I'm like, ah, ah, it's the worst, but I get it. Like I didn't take a step back. I'm like, they're right. They're right. I love that though. I love that you're, you're giving back. I think that's so important. I really think it's like, you know, if you have anything worth having in your life, then you should be turning around to like give. Yeah. You have to, I mean, I believe just we're here on this earth to just smile. Like we have to inspire others. I have to smile on people who don't accept me have to be driven by people who ever doubted me. So Mm. like I, it also just makes me feel good at the end of the day. So when people ask me like, what keeps me motivated when I have bad days, I say, I feel and like, I live by this good deed. Like just go out with someone to be like, you know what? You look good today, girl. Like I swear. And that makes me feel better. Like, yes, you know what? That, that sweatshirt looks really good on you, dude. Like, I don't know. It just, when I do that and I'm having a bad day, I'm telling you the energy always comes back around. Yeah, so, Cause you're, you're up leveling your energy. You're like putting out good energy. So it's coming back. Like, yeah. And I always believe that I'm not the most religious person, but person, but I am more spiritual and like karma and what goes around comes around, you know, type yeah. of deal. I always also tell people dude, too, when you put it out, make sure that you're accepting it back because a lot of people put it out and then don't mm. think they deserve it in return. Yes. They're like, no, no, no. I had to do good because you know, maybe something bad happened. I'm like, no, you did good. Come around, take a compliment because it's like mind blowing how many women say sorry in this world. And Girl. I'm like, I, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've actually started to say like in like emails cause I'm so busy. Right. And then yeah, I like yeah. fall off the face of the planet with certain things. And instead of saying, I'm so sorry, I just say, thank you for your patience. Yeah. Something so simple like that. Yeah, because I'm like, I am not going to apologize. Like, and, and this For person... busy. Yeah, and this person doesn't need, like, a whole ass explanation. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know? that's how I feel. Like, I started to change my mindset of that when I literally got into my later 20s, though. Because, like, even though I was a stronger athlete, I still apologize. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, and, I was, and now I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Or like, when, like people compliment you. me or people compliment, they're like, Oh my God, I really like your outfit or, Oh, you're so beautiful. Like well, we're guys that says it. I just sit mm. back and be like, thank you. Cause I used to get so awkward. Yeah. Like, Oh, it's just like, I got my hair done. Like, I don't <laughs> like get to give reasons why, like, yeah. Why I look nice today. And like, now I'm like, Oh no, thank you. I appreciate that. Like I started, 
But I literally started doing that in my later 20s. I'm 31 now. So it took me a very, very, very long time. It's hard. It's hard hard. to like accept, especially like when you're, you know, you're a woman and people are complimenting you or maybe you're pretty and stuff. And like, you know, people are saying it and like, you don't want to sound like, thanks, you know? Yeah. You don't want to sound full of yourself. Yeah. By saying thank you. So it's like, we have to be like, well, no, no, no. I showered today. I showered. I'm I wearing like real I do say that though. When people are like, your hair looks like, I'm like, I washed it today. <laughs> I washed it because I don't like washing my hair. I hate it. Same. So I'm like, no, no, I washed my hair today. That's true. <laughs> wearing it. real pants today. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not living in like all my pandemic clothing. Which is <laughs> every single day. So are you in the rock like besties now? Like, oh, I wish we were more besties. Uh, <laughs> no, but he is one of the most genuine humble human beings I've ever met like will ever meet on celebrity status I feel in my yeah. life so far like I messaged him after the show like voice message on Instagram mm-hmm. and he responded every time he was like what's up court you know how is it in Jersey he responds to every single one of them I ever put out so he is we're not the tightest but you know he was <laughs> he responds to my messages and again he remembers everything and he was like you know you're from Jersey you know, if you're, if I'm ever around, I was like, if you're ever around, like, you just show up to where I am. It's not going to show up. Okay. <laughs> people that are there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He's just a really super humble human being. And he's always like, please, whatever you're doing, like, let's catch up. I would love to, you know, know what you're doing in life. I tell him all the time, like, thank you for giving me the opportunity because he handpicks every last contestant at the combine. Yeah. So he handpicked me and I'm like, my life has been impacted in so many ways because of you picking me. He's like, there's reasons I pick people, you know, so. Love that. He saw your, like, what is special in you. Yeah. They, I mean, the great thing about the show, the Titan Games, they pick the human being from the inside out. So they picked, like, how you impact in the daily world today, what kind of human being you are. And then it came your athleticism and, you know, how you look. So it worked from the inside out. So I really, really, really appreciated that they picked it that way. What would you say is like your message, like that you stand on, that if you had like just one solid thing to tell people, what is that? I always tell people to try to find the strongest human being, try to find the strength that lies within, because I believe strength equals love. And when you love yourself, you love others. Mm. So when like my message and my mission statement, I always put out with iron grace is to be strong and live confident. It goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So that's literally my message statement. be strong, period, live confident, period. I just think there's not enough loving yourself nowadays because of social media. And it's like a good and a bad thing, right? Because social media helps you reach out. I would have never met you, right? Because of a social media, right? Yeah. I would never met you. I would have never you know, impacted so many lives because of social media. But I also think a lot of people are looking at social media and making that the the roof, the ceiling that they need to meet. Mm. And they forgot to build from the ground up. They forgot to build from the floor up. Yeah. So, you know, I think though, the more confident you are, the stronger human being you are from the inside out, the more confident it just becomes easier. So. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, honestly, that's my personal mission right now is the self-love. I mean, we have the self-love breakfast club and I'm writing, you know, I'm in the midst of writing a book about self-love and I've got my self-love Sunday emails I write every week and I'm about to start coaching in that capacity as well. Just like deep emotional stuff. So like, I think it's so important and so lacking 
just that real genuine love for yourself. And like, sure, yes, you can love other people and people can love you, but it's so much richer and gratifying and beautiful when you have that for yourself and you don't need from other people. You're not like getting validation. You're getting true love. And that's just like a different feeling. Yeah. I always, I mean, again, like going off the independent and like not relying on other people for validation. Mm. So one of my, I sometimes say this on dates. It's not the best. (laughs) I'm going to say this now. It's not the best line. It kind of freaks guys out sometimes, but I swear it's the best line in life. And I tell women to say this all the time. Don't give people the power to feed you because that means you give them the power to starve you. Does Mm. that make sense? Mm. So like if you let people feed you all these compliments and that's what you live off of right. that means they can also starve you yeah you know yes. so I don't like to do so when I go from a guy's standpoint I'm meaning like money wise like I'm like you don't need to feed me like I can feed myself like meaning like you know because I'm not like money hungry that's what I mean yeah. by it. goal oriented or you don't need to check in with me 24 7 because I'm not going to give you that power to feed me you know, <laughs> it's a hit or miss on dates yeah. you know but, yeah I love that guys though. But like, that's my overall aspect in life is like me, me, me yeah. first so that I can feed myself too. So yeah, I'm like, you're going to feed me. <laughs> that's why I'm here on this date. <laughs> you're feeding me and I'm having appetizer, salad, dinner and dessert and a yeah. couple of glasses of wine. So like you're feeding me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me preface of what this actually means. So, and then they're like, but yeah, I mean, that's like what I live by. And it's that, again, hit or miss on dates. I was no, trying I to think get that, my like message across on it, you know? That's so true. That's so real though. I really, I definitely, I've been in like a controlling relationship. And so like that, the feeding of the validation and then starving of it, that hit home for sure. You know, and I also like, I'm married and very happy and whatever. And like, you have to really trust someone to allow them to like financially support you and like, you know, building a business and having a husband who can like, we can make it work with just him and like me having to be like in the dirt for years. (laughs) Like there was so much trust that had to happen because I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't frigging need you. Like (laughs) I can do this on my own. And And we've had, you know, the conversation where I'm like, cool, I can have a nine to five, but guess what? When I come home, I'm working on my business until probably two or three in the morning. So if you don't want to see me, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) That's so good that like they let you have the independence because, you know, I also struggle with guys too. And I'm just, I always tell them I don't want, I don't need you in my life, but I want you in my life. But you know. Yeah. The ego plays They're a funny like, role. And it yeah. happens with women and men. So I always want to specify that. The ego yeah. plays a very, very funny role in life. A lot of guys I date or, you know, they're just like, I can't do the non-meeting thing. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm glad you admit that, but we ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah. This ain't going to work. So You're here because I want you here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want you to be here. I want you to be here when I get home, I, but I like don't need you to be there. I honestly, so. I think that's the biggest compliment though. Like I really, I feel like, you know, if you're a man and you're not really, in, and you need validation when I guess not, but if, if you're like a strong man and you have a strong woman saying like, you're here because I want you here. Like, I think that's a huge compliment. Yeah. I think that says a lot about that man and then that, you know, that woman saying that. Yeah. Same. 
Maybe not with the crowd, though. You never know. So, <laughs> you never know what the, the, the population is going to think of it. I know, right? Oh, but, I love it. So you've actually, I mean, you've given a lot of little, a little, little nuggets, but we like to end things on a quote. Oh, man. So do you have a quote that maybe you just like live your life by or like you've just been like feeling lately? What I've just been feeling lately? Yeah, oh, just man. something that's kind of... I know people, I put people on the spot and they can't handle it. I know. <laughs> like, ah! Don't be confused with doing things by yourself and being lonely because I call that freedom. Mm. So a lot of people will turn around to me and be like, you like to be, you're like a lonely person. I'm actually very extroverted more than introverted. Hmm. Because I like to do things on my own. I'm like, no, no, no. I call that freedom because I can do that. I love that. So, you know, I always like to, leave off on that note just because I'm like, let me do this like this way. And, you know, I, I live on my own, you know, I can do any task on my own, or at least I'm going to try to do the task first before I ask help. Right. I, have to, I definitely will ask help if I'm like going to blow something up, but like, <laughs> you know, I don't confuse, don't confuse loneliness with freedom. Like embrace that, embrace yeah. that you can do things on your own and be independent because freedom is key. I love that. Awesome. Where can people find you? Okay, so I own my brace brand. I was like brace brand, uh, <laughs> Iron Grace. So you can find me on my social media, Courtney Roselle. Anytime you type in Iron Grace Fitness, Iron Grace, I will instantly pop up. Courtney Lynn on Facebook, I have Instagram, Twitter, it all under my name as soon as you Google it. So you guys can reach me out in email to irongracefitness at gmail. I do personal training. I do fitness modeling. I do motivational speaking. I'm a, you know, I design like stuff and logos on clothing as well. So you guys can find me all over the place and hopefully on like some bigger things in the near future, hopefully. So crossing fingers. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. You are, you're, I love how authentic and real and just like legit you are. So I really appreciate you taking the time for us today. Oh, no, thank you, Chris. I appreciate you guys having me. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the self love breakfast club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.